I was raised Jewish. Uh, not that Jewish. I'm this Jewish. Like, I would run from Hitler, but that's about it. Uh, especially today. I would definitely run from Hitler today because he would be a zombie today. You should all run from zombie Hitler, Jew or not Jew. Uh, you should run from zombie Gandhi, for that matter. Run more from zombie Gandhi, I would say, because he fasted during life. He's probably hungrier in death, so... Welcome to The Gamut with Steve Belanger, the show that covers everything under the sun and then some. Here's our host, Steve Belanger. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 76 of The Gamut, featuring comedian Mike Kaplan. But first, let me get a quick plug in here right at the top of the show. Just wanted to let you guys know that I'll be performing my one-man show, It's About Time, as part of United Solo Fest right here in New York City starting in September. It's the biggest solo show festival in the world, and I am honored to be part of it. Our first performance is Saturday, September 19th. It's directed by the great Richard Klein. Yes, Larry Dallas from Three's Company. Go to my website for info and the link to buy tickets, you know, if you're interested. Look forward to seeing you guys there. Okay. Let's get to my chat with the very funny Mike Kaplan. He's a comedian who is currently a finalist in season 10 of America's Got Talent. He's also appeared on Last Comic Standing, The Tonight Show, Comedy Central Presents, and a slew of other shows. We sat down in lovely Park Slope, Brooklyn, and discussed a lot of taboo topics. Religion, monogamy, veganism, and hotel masturbatory habits. We discussed his experience on America's Got Talent so far, how he found himself and his unique name as a teenager, and my dislike of birthdays and singing that goddamn happy birthday song. All that and a lot more. It's a fun-filled, pun-filled hour, chock full of wordplay, pop culture references, a splash of my own goyish stupidity, and sprinkled with that indelible Mike Kaplan magic. And here we go. Mike Kaplan. Yes. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Uh, of most recently, I know you from America's Got Talent. That is uh, that is the most recent thing. It's the most recent thing you've done? <laughs> yeah. Have uh, you not done anything since you performed for them? Oh, they, they, you, they make you sign a contract where you uh, literally like go into stasis, you know, <laughs> you're in a complete, like, you know, uh, what is it, like an isolation tank lifestyle. Uh, no, that... Uh, so show, you were yeah. on that spaceship from Alien. Exactly. About to be woken up from your pod. I mean, I don't actually remember what that is. Like, they take all your memories <laughs> and... Uh, I'm also a lot older than you, so there's going to be a lot of references like that. Oh, not a problem. I mean, they made enough sequels that uh, I can... I can trace it back. That's like with my girlfriend. She was born 12 years after me. So I'm like, He-Man? And she's like, mm. <laughs> uh, But yes. Wait, I think He-Man was... How old are you? I'm 36. Oh, fuck. Never mind. I was going to say, wait, I think He-Man was on when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. We're I was not probably old. watching that stoned at 23 <laughs> and thinking I was a child. <laughs> Again. <laughs> but yes, to answer your question, show business-wise, yes. uh, that's the most recent television program that I've been a part of. Now, I don't want to jinx you. Okay, appreciate. I mean, I don't believe in that stuff, but uh, I had an America's Got Talent guest just recently, mm. three or four weeks ago, and they told him you t- they told you how to win. Uh, no, he was from a f- few seasons ago. Okay, he came in second. 
Is that Taylor Williamson? Tom Cotter. Oh, Tom Cotter, right. Great the, Tom Cotter. The, the two comedians who came in second. I love. I, I know Tom. I love Tom. And uh, yeah, he came in second place with Dog Act, and I, he's, he got material out of that, but absolutely. he's still angry at the dogs. That's why I'm using dogs now in my act. <laughs> I'm just trying to cover all bases. I think you need uh, a ladder, like uh, Uze or whatever his name is. Sure, that sure. That guy's still amazing to me. Oh, yeah. I'm going to, yeah, I'll get, I think I'm just going to try to do everything, like walk up a ladder, juggle <laughs> dogs, you know, and then I make them all disappear. <laughs> That would be difficult. And then give all the judges a dog, and you pick the, the color and suit of the dog. Absolutely, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you what this dog is thinking. <laughs> now, I've never... Uh, when I sat down with Tom, I'd never seen a second of America's Got Talent. Mm-hmm. But this year, which I have uh, an older kid who's almost eight, now we watch all these shows, The So You Think You Can Dance, The uh, Ninja Warrior. He's hooked on these shows, and I, we started watching America's Got Talent. It's a, it's a fun show. <laughs> It really is, and it's great to watch, you know, after fucking seven years of Dora the Explorer. Sure. (laughs) Yanking my chain, that little prick tease. Uh, (laughs) The map's not going to help you, you little bitch. Um, It's nice to watch almost grown-up shows with him. I mean, that's the thing, like, that uh, they really know how to make a show that that really anybody can... Well, you know, there's kids aren't going to watch it and see anything that you don't want them to, but also, like... You know, watching a lady do do that crossbow thing. I don't yeah, know, and uh, Where you, it's like going to a carnival and never leaving my couch. Yeah, it's it's very well curated. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, you know, obviously the the judges are professionals and like super funny people. Half and, of them are attractive. Yeah, my my mo- yeah Howard Stern and one of the others. Um, <laughs> I my mom watches it and uh, she's excited. And she loves Howard Stern now, but, like, she's the kind of person who would, like, when she, anything that she knew about him before he was on this show was, like, he's filthy, he's, what, like, but now that he's being filtered through, you know, things that you you can say for families on network television, she sees, like, he's completely, of course, just as funny. That persona on the show yeah. is totally different. He's, I mean, but he, and he's super, like, he's, he's fun and, and great, yeah. My, my kid, he had a great question, because, you know, he doesn't know. Sure. He's, uh, about the judges, he's like, why are they judges? Like, <laughs> like, to him, like, the people on the stage, like you guys, are way more talented than the four assholes behind the, the, the table. I mean, and that's, uh, I don't want to say a good question, but for a kid who <laughs> doesn't know anything about their careers, yep. like, obviously, Howard Stern is... And, you know, a super qualified, like, he's been in so many different show business success stories, like, you know, best-selling book, movie, radio show, like, so many different... talking to people yeah. for 40 years, like, he has a sense of who has it and who doesn't. I mean, when I, the, the judges cuts round, the judge cuts round that I was on, uh, they had the special guest judge, Neil Patrick Harris, yep. and I'm like, he's a perfect judge. Like, he does all, he can probably do almost everything that He's all America's the talented most people. most talented, yeah. everything. Yeah, if he were on, like, he, he he could just be the, they gave him a new show. Yeah. So, like, that's why. Which, uh, my son reminds me every week that we have to DVR. Is it, it's not till the, not, it's not, not till the fall. Yeah. He's like, did it record yet? I'm like, it's still <laughs> fucking July. <laughs> um, but I never watched it before. Didn't they have, like, Piers Morgan and Ozzy Osbourne's wife, like it was oh, a yeah. lot weirder before Judge Wise. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I didn't really watch it until very until my friends started being on it. Like you know, like Taylor and yeah. Tom Cotter and Wendy Liebman and mm-hmm. Doogie Horner. Like we've been having more and more comedians and sort of treating comedians like you know as serious contenders yep. in recent years. And I kind of understand why they wouldn't. 
uh, because like, oh, am I am I funnier than a crossbow? You know, is you definitely ex- are. I mean, I, yes. I'm gonna go on on the ledge. <laughs> That's my new show. Definitely are. <laughs> but am I funnier than like you know an amazing five year old tap dancer is cute? You know, it's a crazy thing. Yes, because I can't. I don't like watching appreciate. little children do anything. <laughs> I'm not because I have my own, but like I can't, I can't even get my I can get my kid to focus on baseball and that's it. But I like he's not ready to play professional baseball. Sure. Just like you shouldn't have a five year old ready to tap dance on TV. I understand what you're saying. Well, I appreciate it. Then I, then I'm all set. But uh, other than that, I think everybody else is more talented than you. So you got the oh, crossbow lady. Fine. I got the kids. <laughs> and the dance teams. I don't know. I get bored with dance teams. There's too many things to focus on. I got you. I, I mean, you got to focus. You don't you don't focus. Just look at everything. To yeah, get it all it's, in. It's, like, it'd be like looking at a pointillist painting and be like, mm, that's too many dots. Or porn. Yeah. <laughs> that's too many dots. That's way too many dots. Who needs more than one dot, really, in your porn? There's just one of us. Well, I guess there's two of us, but that's not happening. It's not that kind oh, of yeah. show. Um, We're not watching porn together right now. <laughs> not yet. We'll yeah. turn off the mics. Um, we watched you that night, and my son laughed, and I laughed, and I said... That guy sounds funny, and the name stuck in my head, obviously because of the ridiculous spelling you of do. Of course, I'm no re- offense. Oh no, nothing uh, taken. I figured you were a street rapper or some type of. Mm. Uh, I do that too. Uh, terrorist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't do that either. <laughs> um, and but it stuck in my head for some reason, and I I do what I, I just put it into my my book here, my MacBook. Yep. And I had a Mike Kaplan and an email because somebody at Sideshow Network. Okay. When we were going over people in New York to sit down with, they were like, oh, and this is six months ago, which sure. I never followed up on, which really shows my work no integrity. It was, uh, oh, there's a guy on Keith and the Girl podcast, uh, Mike Kaplan. And I started spelling it, and they were like, no, it's M Y Q. And I <laughs> probably like, at that time said, about fuck it. that guy. <laughs> what a fucking ridiculous, pretentious Brooklynite. You oh, know? sure. <laughs> I mean, just to, to give you the, the full short story. I was a pretentious, uh, like, 14-year-old. When you uh, changed it? Oh, yeah. It was... I would... I mean, I had, I had like, a very sort of isolated, like, sheltered upbringing. And when I was a teenager, I just switched schools. And so, like, I didn't have a ton of friends, but I had this summer camp that was, like, an artsy, you know, like, sort of hippie, commie, like, crunchy, like... Uh, really cool, like amazing place that I that I basically grew up. Was it a jewel video or was? Oh uh, it... yeah, 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 that's exactly right. Uh, you know, your hands are small, I know, but um, <laughs> they're not mine. They're, they're my own. Um, but yeah, the, it was where I sort of like uh, came out of like my social shell and like met, learned that people could be like nice, you know, as opposed to like high school, which was uh, I was a nightmare. You know, I, and mostly of my own creation. You know, there's like two jerks in high school, but then you're like, oh, probably it's everybody. Yeah. So <laughs> let me just stay away from them you all. Just put up this giant wall yeah. for four years yeah, and just, just call it a day. If I don't get close to anyone, <laughs> then uh, no one can hurt me. You read my uh, biography. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so at, at this camp, like it was, I started to be like, yeah, you can be like you know, cool, and there was, like, weird cool people, and, like, it was sort of, like, all the misfits from every school, and they're like, hey, we're we're fine. Like, in my high school, it was the guy who dressed like Adam Ant. Yeah, yeah. Just when he came out, and, like, who does that? Exactly. So he would have been at your camp. Absolutely. And uh, and so that's where, it was right when Prince changed his name to a symbol that I was like, I'll do a thing, why not? So in contrast to that, it's actually kind of normal. I'm like, I'm sticking with the alphabet. Like, you can kind of sound it out if you try. Like, and I, again. Yeah. I know what it means. And I look at it, I still say Mike Kaplan. I appreciate it. I mean, and some people, I've actually got, I was uh, in Montreal over the weekend uh, at the Just for Laughs Comedy Festival. Yep. And uh, like, I got some calls from the people like who were like, you, you got to go to this show. You got to go over here. You got to do this. Oh, like at least three calls, I think, where people are like Mick. I'm like, yep, that's, I, I get it. I completely get it. There's uh, a lot of times like a Y sound could be an it. Yeah. They also uh, might have thought you were a drunken Irishman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely, Mick. We got to get you down to the bar and uh, or away from it. Uh, but yeah, so that was 
a child, like a lot of people think that it was like, uh, oh, you you started out comedy and then you you're like, I got it. Look, too many mics, so I got to do something to stand open out. Open mic, yeah, yeah. yeah. Open mic, it comes open mic. Yeah, uh, let me let me get that out of here. But uh, you know, so it just it just does happen to be pretty good for search engine optimization at this point. It, it totally it worked. It wouldn't this wouldn't be happening. Oh yeah, because I if, oh, if I would have put yeah. an M I K E into my uh, computer, the a million Mike- things would have popped up, mostly Mike Tyson porn. <laughs> uh, but MYQ, that one email came up and that registered. And then re- when I did my uh, days of research leading oh, yeah. up to this, of course, uh, you put in in the Google like you, Mike K MYQK. Oh yeah, bang, you're there. Yeah, I think it's just the only thing if you put in MYQ by itself. You'll get like some sort of like Quinnipiac College. Yes, uh, has like their MyQ something or other. And I think know. a Canadian roadway. Could be. I'm not sure. Oh yeah, I'm not. Uh, you take I, the MyQ over <laughs> to the, the Oswald and Roosevelt. Yeah, I've got. It's their BQE. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have no ego about it. I don't have to be the number one thing. You don't with have this. <laughs> Spelling at all? It's, it's it's your equivalent of being triple A plumbing. Yeah. And then the douchebag with four A's comes <laughs> along and goes, ah, yeah, I gotcha. And that's his foray <laughs> into the business. Um, but I was, I said, oh, fresh face in comedy. Then I realized you had the podcast sure. and all this. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute, this guy. It, on the show, they kind of presented you. If I if I read it right, I didn't go back and look. As a f- new f- fresh face in comedy, but you'd been a, you'd been a finalist on the last Comic Standing on America's Got Talent. You mean they? Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. I was like, oh, here's a, a new guy. And I do think, I mean, I think that they're th- with everything on that show. Like some of those dance troops, you know, are made of people that are have been dancing for 10, 15 years. Yeah. There are pro- there are professionals, and that's like the only. I mean, I've gotten a lot of good, real good feedback. A lot of real nice people, mm-hmm. and like some people, are like this guy should be famous. And then every once in a while, somebody's like, he kind of is, you yeah. know, uh, like he he has these things. He's achieved these I, measures of success. I've seen this guy in reality TV yeah. already, right over here. Yeah, and some people are like, is this allowed? And I'm like, yeah. I'm not. Th- th- the producers of the show certainly like no, they can do the research and have like yeah. there's there's a lot of checking that goes into who you are, but. As far as, like, you know, there's 7 billion people in the world, and, like, the vast majority of them have no idea who I am. So, And even America, 300 million people in America, like, of the, the 12 million people that watch America's Got Talent, like, it's still a, a small minority who have any idea who I am, so that's why I'm doing it. There's two wonderful people in Massapequa, New York. Me and the little boy. Oh, sure. We love you. All right, well, we're, he's rooting for you. That's all I want. And there's not a lot of people I can turn to him and say, you know who I'm talking to this week. <laughs> and his eyes light up. I, I had to walk him through it a little bit. Remember the guy from two weeks ago? You thought was funny. Talked fast. Comedian. Jewish. And he, he nailed it on Jewish. He's a little... He's got a little anti Finally, it pays off. Uh, but yeah, that's the... Kids all live in the moment, kind of. That's why he sees a commercial for Neil Patrick Harris's show, and he's like, I want to watch it now. You can't. You remember the thing from two weeks ago? Not at all. I'm just here now. I want what's in... But here's what's strange about my kid. It's not that this show is about my kid, although it should be. Wouldn't that be a grand show? You ever have him on? And, no. Oh, my God. He won't show. He's been talking since 7 o'clock this morning. That's the only reason I'm here is to get away oh, from that, him Oh, that bit. makes sense. Maybe when he's grown up like Cats in the Cradle and then uh, have that episode. <laughs> He'll have my microphone. <laughs> Please. <Yeah. laughs> I, but we both, uh, he got the rambling for me. I have to have my own show and a babysitter so I can go to somebody else's house and talk for an hour. Of course. Listen to me. When I left him, he was watching the All-Star Game. Okay. He's been watching it for two weeks now. All right. Like, he's still living in that. I'm like, do you know who won? Oh, yeah, Ryan told me two weeks ago. I'm like, and you're watching it? I don't get it. 
kids like to, I mean, up until a certain point, and I guess even adults probably, but certainly children like like repetition. Oh, like, absolutely. Oh, they, like they'll just watch the same thing over and As over. A kid, when they're kids, like uh, the movie Cars, I've seen 1,000 times and could do it for you verbatim. Like every one Go. of those fucking movies. <laughs> <laughs> Lightning, wake up. It's the fucking starts. Yeah, I, can, I, can, I can do the flyover. I can probably draw out the story. Have one. you guys seen Inside Out? No. It's awesome. It, uh, oh. he, he's still uh, afraid of the theater. Okay. So everything has to be oh, you gotta wait till it's... out of the magic box of the iPad. Wow, all yeah, right. Which is fucking ridiculous, because well, that... I would like to see Inside Out. Oh yeah, well you, you'll you get a chance. I also wanted to see, uh, there was something else, and we're going to see Minions on Thursday. Okay. This has really turned into <laughs> a fucking Mike Kaplan coaches Steve on Zoom Parenting it. Podcast. <laughs> all right, uh, you, you're funny, you're famous. All right, let's go back to little Mikey Kaplan. Perfect. Uh, little Jewish boy growing up in, and I'll, <laughs> only because on your Wikipedia page there's like a hundred references to you being Jewish. I mean, do you know what? I actually here's the thing. There's that a little ha- pace ox yeah. that comes out of the computer. Here's a here's a thing that happened first. Uh, it's funny that you said that because Pesach is the Jewish uh, holiday of Passover. That's the Hebrew word, but you mean Peas is That's probably. That's what I mean. I'm, I'm such a, I'm a goyim. It, oh yeah, but uh, but I mean, you at least you know two different Jewish <laughs> words and/or concepts. And also, I don't even care about like I don't believe you know I don't practice much. Like I have a, a joke that I do now where I I basically I'm not going to tell you that I'm not Jewish. I'm not going to try to argue with you about it because that would be like the most Jewish thing that I could do. So why are you wearing not a Jew T-shirt? That's very strange. That is this very is an audio format. <laughs> I can't prove myself otherwise. I was um, born for Zoo born for Zoo, TV, <laughs> Zoo Radio in the morning. I was really I, I like set up it. a morning. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I, I there was a time when my Wikipedia page, which somebody set up like probably around when I did Last Comic Standing, okay, like somebody was like, "Hey, you don't have a Wikipedia page? Can I make one for you?" I'm like, "Sure." And he just he because you're not is a, that the digital equivalent of the priest touching you at a, <laughs> when you're four? Oh, you don't know from priest. I'm gonna. You. I mean, I've heard about it, <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's different. It's a- uh, but uh, you know, because this is something that I wanted. Uh, I was happy to have something because you're not technically. I guess you're not allowed. I wasn't gonna make my own page, but I wasn't even thinking about it. And you're not. Oh, you suppo- can't make your own. Wikipedia you're not supposed page? to make your own page. Okay. So he was like, "Send me some like source material." So I sent him like whatever articles existed and some pictures, and he put it together. And then since then, it's changed very little. And then the okay. only time the ma- most major change that happened, somebody once. Uh, when I went in one day and it, uh, and you know, as I do every day and, uh, just checking the old Wikipedia page, making sure nothing new. Morning cup yeah. of Joe and a little self-profiling. Perfect. Uh, but somebody had went in, somebody had gone in and changed it and put the word Jew in every line. It's like, even Kaplan grew up in Jew Jersey, you know, and, uh. <laughs> Just, I was like, oh, this doesn't seem like a positive joke, but uh, also... It wasn't a pro-Jewish... Uh, didn't seem did like it. Didn't seem it. Okay. Like, just, yeah, the word Jew by itself is... It's weird that it's like a, you know, a, a, it's not a loaded... Like, it's the word that Jews use. We're Jews. But uh, it's but also... If, you, if I were to yeah. say, is he a Jew? Yeah. Like, that's a oh, negative connotation. Tell me he's not a Jew. Yeah. It's <laughs> but about, if he said, is he a Catholic? <laughs> Yeah. Nothing. It's about to, but like, oh, are are you a Jew? Are you are you Jewish? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the point, yes, the uh, it does it has made mention of it because people care about that kind of like I don't care. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I just my my general religion now is uh, be kind. You know, let's uh, be 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 nice to people if you uh, like not just us. You know, and just, like leave so like me the alone. first third of Animal Farm. Yeah, yeah, is yeah. Your existence. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Any number of legs, good. <laughs> Two legs bad still, right? No, I, I mean two legs are the two worst, legs are probably. Okay. Yeah, I mean I the three-legged guy at my gym. He oh, scares me. Yeah, no that's good. Just not... Five legs yeah. weird. 
I've seen. I've been to that show, the donkey <laughs> show, show down in Tijuana. Um, all right, so uh, where did? <laughs> oh yeah, grew up in New Jersey. If that part, if, oh, New Jersey that, was yeah. it? No, Jew Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> All of the above. All of the above. I think I said the the simplest was Jew Jersey. But, uh, uh, upper, lower? Upper, uh, like not too far from, Man- like half hour outside the right, city. So close to, all right. Bergen and Essex counties, yes. if you know it well. Yes. So you're close to the city. Yeah. So you're... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would come in, uh, like after we moved from Essex to Bergen County, uh, and I spent most of my, you know, high school experience sort of isolated. Okay. Uh, high school-ated. And uh, that's the kind of thing I do sometimes. You don't have to listen. I'll keep going. Oh, I, okay. I, I've heard your humor before. I know this is going to be a pun-filled ride. Is it even a pun? I don't know if it's a pun. I think, you know, I don't even care. So, uh, but probably. It's a yeah. what it is. Exactly. I, look, the words don't matter. <laughs> the content. Welcome to yeah. my podcast, where the words don't matter. <laughs> yeah. Listen to what we mean, not what we are saying or caring about. It's all about. between yeah. the lines with me and Mike. Exactly. So anyway, when the priest touches me. Yeah, uh, subtext. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would, uh, so I would go into the city to uh, hang out with my friends from camp during okay. the school year because a lot of kids lived in the city. Actually, the apartment that we're in right now that I'm moving out of tomorrow. Uh, Shut her down, yeah. folks. <laughs> my roommate who lived here for the okay. past four years with me, okay. uh, he's a friend that I've known since we were about 13, 14. Okay. And uh, from that summer camp, like we met then, you know, over 20 years ago. And uh, he was a guy who, he grew up in Chelsea, so I would come in, like, every weekend and hang out with him and his friends, because uh, that was, I mean, I was like, he's my friend, and it's easier to, you know, traverse a state line <laughs> than to reach out to uh, the people right near me. I mean, I, I think that's a lot, once you find your group, mm-hmm. even if it's in your school or just in your town, oh, yeah. wh- wherever your group becomes... Fuck everybody else. Yeah, I would I would go... My mom tells me, like, you know, she was kind of, like, you know, concerned that since we moved and I yeah. didn't, like, take to the new... Sur- you know, it wasn't that I was, like... It was, number one, that the kids that I grew up with weren't here anymore and just a whole new group of kids, but also then puberty, high school, starting over, bigger... You like, did all those? Good for you. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I did... Right. Oh, what have you done, Mike? Uh, America's Got Talent, puberty, high school, that's about it. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, a steal of Mikeism, was it Juberty? Oh, yeah, you got it. <laughs> It was uh, sort of an alien experience. It was like a puberty, juberty, puberty. Yeah. I don't understand the the lady puberty, so I'm assuming oh. juberty is a whole different. Uh... <laughs> I mean, it's just more hair, I think. <laughs> but we all, I think, I had a lot of problem with this as a kid. Like, we all get circumcised. Like, who doesn't get circumcised? The Catholics do. The Jewish do. I mean, in in life now, it seems like it must be like fifty fifty these days. Like, I mean, it, amongst... it, it isn't what I say. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, for ever. I've seen like a thousand, and it's like most of them. Like, I only see my boys, and only one. I, I, <laughs> the other one it was it was half price, so I had to. Of course, <laughs> and now it's half. Yeah, half off. Half off. Um, <laughs> There's a moil joke in there somewhere. I'm sure. I, yeah, you want to get some oil and uh, <laughs> like clean it up. Uh, my girlfriend tell. I know she's been. She has actually dated a lot of. Uh, Foreign, uh, foreign dudes, yep. and I think that foreign people are less likely to be circumcised. So okay. it's a more American thing than a European thing. Like it's it's almost not even a choice now in a hospital. Like I mean, yeah, you, I think you probably sh- do get the choice, but maybe opt out as opposed to opt in. Be like, yeah. so we're gonna do this thing. Yeah, it was it was totally all right. So uh, that was great. You had the kid. You're yeah. exhausted, and we're doing that thing at one, and then you have the soup and the Jello. What's that like, thing? Wait, what are you gonna do? What's what to my thing? son's what now? Come on, I just saw it. It's it's precious. Just I mean, leave it alone. Yeah, it's, it's it. There's no way to like. It's such a weird thing because like it happened to me, and I'm I feel good. I'm fine. Like nothing, nothing went like. I know uh, Emo Phillips has a joke okay. where he talks about 
somebody who's, I think, either arguing with him or arguing the point. This is all paraphrasing. Emo's way better. The joke would have been over by now. Uh, <laughs> he has such uh, an efficiency with words. It's wonderful. But the, the concept was somebody who is arguing against circumcision is saying, uh, th- there's more pleasure. Like, it actually takes off some of the nerves. So, okay. like, think about the pleasure that you'll feel. And he's like, man, I can't even imagine. Uh, I'll try to do it, Emo. Like, Nope, never mind. Uh, can't even imagine, like, because it feels pretty good for yeah. me now. Like, what what kind of trouble I'd get into if it was more pleasurable? <laughs> How much time would it cut? In my nether regions? Yes, yeah. now I'm down only 20 seconds. I could get a lot accomplished. <laughs> my days would be packed. <laughs> As some, uh, but uh, every once in a while you'll hear of somebody who did the adult circumcision. Oh, yes, like, that's... I mean, that's the way it should be. Yeah. I mean, well, you, you get to choose. You get to choose. I mean, but it's not like a nose job where you go in and you pick one. I'll have the Brad Pitt. It's yeah, like, no, it's like a Joe's knob. Yeah. But I've, uh, I've in my life, uh, had the circumcision and the vasectomy. So it's... Uh, wow. I, I've got the whole package. Uh, <laughs> the whole cut your I've had everything pack. reworked. It's like buying a fixer-upper and I've... Uh, You're basically a transgender I've person. <laughs> Uh, it's just very hot, and I'm sitting at an awkward angle. Of course. The way you're looking at me. Damn it, Mike. Yeah. Also, I just want to clarify that uh, number one, uh, pro transgender rights, be the person that you are, whatever gender, whatever non gender, you can be those things. I want you to. And uh, also, surgery is not required. You can, whatever you believe and decide and are internally or with hormones or without, all those things. So, making the joke that I did that you've had a few surgeries and thus equating that with being transgender. That's uh, there's nothing to that. It's a joke, and uh, if if you had a problem with it, I uh, excise that. Uh, let me circumcise that joke out of this podcast. That's Mike Kaplan and MikeKaplan.com. Thank you very much. I don't care who you love, what you want me to call you. Don't park in front of my house. Yes. Then you can do whatever the fuck you want. Just don't park your fucking little baron in front of my house and empty out your cigarette. Perfect. Your, cigarette, your ashtray. Oh yeah, it's about uh, doing. Is what we. Now, I, I don't believe that people should be like judged, but like if you're gonna if you're gonna judge people, don't judge for what you're what people are even like saying or being like you know as as long as they're not like infringing into your space, then uh, then go for it. Uh, I live in Long Island, New York. I married into it. I'm not from there, but mm-hmm. I, I see things like Jane Goodall with the primates. Uh, I have seen more heterosexual. Activities that I would like to fucking banish from the earth. Sure. Or any, uh, any, <laughs> any, uh, any of the other stuff that offends most of America. Oh yeah. All you have to do is get on one drunk train uh, from Penn Station to Ronkonkoma, <laughs> and you will see more horrible fucking examples of uh, everything. That that word Ronkonkoma, <laughs> I just heard for the first time earlier today, watching an episode of uh, Inside Amy Schumer. Really? Yes. It's a fabulous comedy word. Uh, it's it's super. A lot of K's. A lot it's of... a lot of K's. It hits hard. Wrong. It's just yeah. fantastic. Love it. Um, all right. So you, uh, we have a lot of things to cover. We're very different. Uh, I've been married. I've been with the same woman for twenty years. I I've been with children. The... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've been with the same woman too. Your wife? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, 20 years, yeah, oh yeah. No wonder uh, she's so happy. Married for a long time with children. I was married. You were married, yes. as, as was I. I think we have that in common. You, were, uh, you had a, a bad marriage in your 20s? I mean, I had a marriage that ended. It was, I definitely don't regret it, and while it was happening, it was, uh, you know, there was a lot of it that was real positive, and we ended up being, like, I, mar- I had only been with people for about maybe up to a year up until I met that woman. Uh, you'd only started dating at like 23, or uh, you'd only last in a It would only last a year. Like, you I were would, at a, a sell-by date. 
Yes. Uh, you, it, Tom Cruise, it's 10 years. Yes. And for you, it was a year. It was, yeah, anywhere between six, like, sometimes six months. But yeah, at a year, it would be, you know, sort of, I think, chemically, your, the, the lust that you feel at the beginning, the pheromones, the, the chemistry fades a little bit. And that's, like, the year is sort of the first level where you're like, do I want to keep being with this person, even though it's not new? You know, yeah. like, in the beginning, you learn so many new things. Hey, well, who are you? This is so great. We're so great. It's like, it's like uh, I just started watching The Wire. Oh, sure. I'm fucking 10 years behind everybody <laughs> else. But every episode is fantastic. Oh, yeah. That's that's what the first six months of dating is. This is great. Exactly. And I can watch it every day. It just never <laughs> stops. This is, and then it's over. It's super. Well, when you're done with it, uh, I, may I recommend Homicide Life on the Street if you haven't seen that. Perfect. It's Perfect. Uh, by the same creators and uh, there's even more of it. But uh, that would be yeah. my end of my relationship. Then oh, I yeah. start a new one and go yeah. to Homicide. This is what you did with women. Exactly. Just find a, a similar woman uh, created by the same person. <laughs> I just dated a, my ex-girlfriend's sister. So you dated sister. a bunch of sisters, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I he don't, grew up Pennsylvania yeah. Dutch, and he just worked himself. From I don't enough. think that has ever happened, but I'll think about it. But yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I'd, by the time I got married, when I was about twenty-five, which okay. I think I would say overall is more is. I would recommend being older. Way too. Uh, yeah. That was also my first time. Be friend. with Way some. Yeah. Soon. Be with somebody for longer, and and you know, if you were with them for several, at least three and a half years, then I I won't look at you askance. You know, people come to comedy shows like. And you, yeah. Trust me, folks out there, you do not want Mike Kaplan to look at you askance. You know, it's a fine look. <laughs> Ooh, it is fucking terrifying. We no. should send him over uh, take care of ISIL. Oh yeah. You could just look at that whole bunch of folks with the hoods on and and, yeah. and, and look I, at them askance and. I rarely pull out that askance look, you know what I mean? <laughs> Which is one of the few things you haven't pulled out. That's right. Chat. I've pulled out everything. <laughs> hold on. Um, I, as I said before, I will not hold on to it. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I've been in a lot of relationships that uh, we chose, to, I or we or they chose to end. And this, when I got married, it was the first one that I was like, oh, after a year, still, still going strong. And we, I'm we still said, rolling sevens. Yeah, this is good. Exactly. And then eventually, like, you know, uh, a snake eye or two would... Uh, happened to creep in and we, let me we, guess it yeah. was your first appearance on the tonight show no or? legitimately it was uh that that didn't come for w way later i think we were we were dating when i was just sort of starting okay. comedy and uh, i a was great time to really date yeah. marry a comedian when you, they're working those open mics she was also uh a musician and at the time an aspiring comedian as well okay uh so you know we definitely she actually uh, stayed up like super late into the night uh, working on her music and I would like get up early and have my alone time and then you were married too. to Retta? Uh, yeah 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 <laughs> uh, and uh, I have a Toretta syndrome and um, married Toretta I I think we would spend like you know most of the afternoon together okay. like you know I would do my thing she would do her thing and then like I would go out and do shows at night sometimes she would come like it structurally did it work worked. out pretty well because before that I, the girl I dated before her was like a person that I really cared about but I was just starting going out every night to do comedy or to hang out at and shows she's working nine to five yeah she was a teacher and oh. she was I would you know I would be like I was like I'll come home immediately after I do my set but that wasn't enough uh, like I was, you know, making a compromise. You know, she rightly wanted somebody to be around when she was around, yeah. like logistically speaking. So, uh, yeah, my wife and I mostly we just, you know, after a couple of years, we we're like, oh, we're more platonic than other things. Like in some ways, incompatible. But like roommates we're, at this point. Yeah, I still think of her. I mean, I still like, you know, talk to her on occasion so and see her. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, but yeah, no, I think of, I think of her like in a familial way now. Like I think of her as like a cousin that I, you know, when I'm in town. That now it just got creepy again. Just a, uh, I an think of her as a, a cousin. cousin I used to fuck. It's yeah. just, uh, you know, don't you think like that? That is illegal in most of the states. Uh, <laughs> a second cousin. A second cousin. Uh, she actually had a song called Second Cousin about being attracted to a second cousin. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Um, I'm, am I related to this woman in any way? Yeah, I could be. I could be. Could, could uh, you she doesn't heritage? only date cousins doesn't. if that's. If that's what you're looking for, but uh, yeah, so we we got divorced after a couple of years, and uh, I don't remember the beginning of this the sentences question, but uh, oh yeah, we're different in many ways. Uh, you have been married for a long time and have kids. I was married a short time and I'm now not married, uh, nor monogamous, and have no kids. But I, after my you know my my starter marriage there, there, mm-hmm. was, a, there was a brief time, and then I met this my my current bride. We had the opposite. We both got we both worked corporate and got fired on the same day. Oh wow! So we had six months of like speed dating. Wow! Where it was just every day together. Sure. So it was. I, that's probably your three and a half year. We we met your quotient. Oh yeah, thing. you got it's it. It's like you know, I'm, if I'm not sick of her now, like we've been just doing this every day for six months. I mean, I'll say that uh, I also think that I mean that that is a good sign to spend all your time together for six months and yep. you still want to keep being together. But then I would still say after a year, you could have been. You know, it could have worn off. Yes. Like, you are also fortunate that you do happen to go together so well. Yes. Like, that's the thing is, sometimes you meet people who are like, certainly if people have been together for 50 years, then they got together 50 years ago when it was more likely that you're like, well, you just try to work it out. You don't stop seeing each other. Yeah. But like, if you meet people today, like, who have been together for 20-something years, and they still, they don't have kids, and they don't have, they, they have no other reason to be together other than they keep wanting to be together, like, that's an impressive and beautiful thing. And rare. Yeah, and so, if people are like, well, we met, you know, it just, we knew, like, for every person who says we knew, there's like, you know, a hundred other relationships where they thought they yeah. knew, and they were wrong. You you thought, and that's fine. It's great to be optimistic and hopeful. My 27-year-old self thought he knew. Yeah. My 35-year-old self was very angry. Uh, like a, a thought that I had was really like, well, when I when I got to when I decided to marry my my wife asked me to marry her, oh. and I was like, you know, that's great. And she wore a tux at the wedding. I did not wear a dress, but I did carry the flowers. Okay. And and she stepped on the glass. This is all coming together. Okay. Uh, and it's funny. I remember like my aunt. Uh, my great aunt was like, oh, I get it. So she was like the man and you were like the woman. I'm like, ah. yeah, kind of. That's uh, totally fine. Thanks for framing it that way. Yeah, I mean, and... She uh, wasn't that great in it, <laughs> by the way. Mediocre at best. <laughs> I like it. But I mean, like now I actually, I really do, like, uh, my wife was bisexual. I've dated a lot of uh, sorry, you know, bisexual or otherwise queer, pansexual women. Uh, some, uh, like, it's, it's a, I, I really like uh, queerness and like the queer community. Like, I'm not... Uh, queer except by it proxy like when I'm in a relationship with a queer person like then that's uh, potentially you could call it a queer relationship and if so, somebody could be like but it, you're still you're a man and she's a woman I'm like well I don't even care about that label you know I don't care about the label Jew or man like I'm like there's to- so many things that like men do or America has done like I don't want to be associated with all the negative things like, don't like, group us together just because I live in the place or was born with the the chromosome like I'm like I'm just a person, uh, or I'm just a bunch of molecules. Like whatever it is, like just, just be Why nice. You gotta tag yeah, yeah. Why you gotta put it to a label? And again, if people are like, I like putting labels, and I'm like, fine, I'll, I accept your label. Like it doesn't matter to me. I go to the gym every morning and yeah. uh, drive home and listen to show tunes. Exactly. Uh, what the fuck label is that? I mean, who knows? Awesome. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah. I am uh, me. Those are great. Do you like Sondheim? 
I do. It's hot, but it's I, my favorite. Uh, but I hate that I can't sing along to it because it's too oh, fucking interesting. very difficult. I can do Eminem better than I can do Sondheim. Oh, he's Eminem and Sondheim are two of my favorites legit. Really? Yeah. Oh, we'll have to uh, just... Let's go somewhere. Let's go to Detroit. Yeah. Let's go to Chicago and find out what the... Uh, yeah, my, my, favorite, my, my favorite Sondheim show is uh, Merrily We Roll Along. Do you know that one? That's a good one. I like Into the Woods, obviously, which I have not seen the movie. Oh, sure. Um, and Sweeney Todd? Oh my God, I love Sweeney. Sweeney. I, I have Sweeney Todd. <laughs> my Sweeney. I like. I, I saw the Wayne and Garth version. <laughs> it's a little different. Uh, I'm not worthy to see that one, but um, that's great. Sweeney Todd. That's great. But I, I get nervous that I'm, uh, I'll roll into the gym with the tunes, oh, yeah. and now it's a thousand degrees, and when I go in the morning, and you know the windows are open, and I'm oh, yeah. singing along, and it's, uh, yeah, it's I not. mean, that's the thing. Uh, that I like I think because of my you know fearful like high school upbringing kind of situation like nothing nothing really scares me now like I mean there are people who could murder me or defeat me physically yeah. of course like that's always a possibility like fearing it won't make it not happen uh, and just but all the other basic things like the so like people who are like how do you get on stage isn't that a, a fright I'm like nope uh, like nothing nothing I mean and if anybody's listening is like I could frighten you probably you could but, <laughs> but just it's generally things. speaking like if somebody heard me singing uh, or saw me pick my nose or did anything like I'd be like well that happened uh, that, well, who, yeah. who doesn't do it yeah who doesn't sing in the car we who all, doesn't masturbate yeah. in the hotel shower <laughs> we all now here's something that, now you can fix me again Dr. Sure. Mike you got it uh, I realized yesterday we had to call and sing uh, this happens at parties too but it was my nephew's birthday they called the kids sing I never sing happy birthday if I'm at a party okay I just don't do it I don't want to hear myself sing happy birthday ever. But I have no problem doing stand-up. Do it. I just did a one-man show. I don't care how many people are out there. I'll sing at the gym. I don't care. But why is it the happy birthday? That's an interesting one. Is it a uh, deep-rooted, miserable uh, <laughs> childhood? Let's go back Fear to Fear of aging. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Every time I sing it means that I'm at least a little older than the last time I sang it. Am I like some bizarre birthday Dorian Gray? Every time I sing happy birthday, <laughs> a picture of me gets a little bit older. I don't know how that works. Happy birth, Gray. <laughs> uh, I like it. How young are you now? Yeah. Um, start singing it backwards. Yeah. I, I get, I, I don't know what it I is. I mean, I guess I would just add, I, it doesn't really matter unless anybody yells at you for not doing I just mouth along, you know, just go for it. Yeah, I guess I could do that. I, don't, I just feel very, uh, I, I don't like my birthday either. I don't, can't stand opening presents in front of anyone. Huh. Like, I can't fake this. You're not going to, I buy everything I like. Oh, yeah. You can't get me anything I like better than what I just bought yesterday. Well, that's the that's the thing. Uh, yeah, growing up, my parents always, like, for my first few birthdays, they would get me, like, you know, this place, like, an Ewok Village playset or, like, a Dungeons and Dragons thing. All those things and, would make me smile. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And those are great. Like, when you're a kid, you don't know everything that there is. But eventually, you're like, oh, you see commercials. You're like, oh, I can. And so eventually, I was like, wait, I had that same attitude. And I was like, can you just give me money and I'll go get yeah. it? <laughs> And so they did for the most of my like childhood birthdays. Because there's that moment where you give them the list of ten things and you get the twelfth and thirteenth oh, yeah. thing and you what the fuck? Yeah, and I, I literally printed out what you should get me. Well, and here's the thing though: is obviously children don't know everything, and also adults don't know everything. So it's sort of a magical, beautiful thing if somebody can, if you think you know everything that you want. But then somebody gets you something, you're like, oh, this is like, here's a thing that I got, I got a bathrobe once as a present, and it's a thing that I never owned a bathrobe, but I love wearing bathrobes in a hotel. You know, like, whenever I'm in the, in the hotel. You'll put it on? Yeah, like, after a shower, before, I was like, this is so great, like, isn't this fun, a bathrobe? <laughs> I need to get one of these when I get home. And I just, I've never thought, like, wow, that's just a hotel, it's a fun hotel thing. Yeah. But, like, uh. Like I, masturbating in a drawer. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. And so somebody got me, like, you know, drawer liners and a bathrobe. <laughs> and so now I can 
act like I'm in a hotel all the time at do, home. Do you use it? Uh, the bathrobe? Yeah. Uh, sometimes, yeah. Okay. But not all the time. Because like, in, in a hotel room is a very specific oh, yeah. part of your life. It absolutely is, and I will say, I mean, normally, it's not a necessary thing at all. No. Like, I just get out of the shower, I either don't put on clothes, or I put on a shirt, or whatever it is, but when I when I first got the bathrobe, I was like, yeah, I felt really good wearing it, now that we're talking about it, I'm going to start doing it again more, <laughs> but here's a, I have, I, I'm keeping a list of, like, life lessons uh, for myself. Like, Mikeisms, if yeah, you will. kind of, I mean, and they might come from other people, other places, uh, but things that I have learned and that I want to remember, just, it's like a Gmail draft right now, uh, and one of them is a thing that I've thought for a while, which is like, I don't really, you know, we talked about superstition a little bit, yeah. like, I, I'm not a big, like, luck guy, I mean, there's certainly, like, there's good fortune that you can be like, oh, I'm fortunate that this happened to me, I'm fortunate that I was born in the place and time that I was, Look at you, you handsome son of a bitch, of course uh, you're lucky, I mean, you're born with those genes. Exactly. Uh, those genes. That was, that was too much. Maybe dreams. Maybe. Yeah. That so was another... Uh, these are also from my genes, so it's like a blessing and a curse. Uh, but, so the here's the thing. Like, other, like, oh, hey, don't walk under a ladder, or if the, a black cat, or those things, I'm like, those things, like, might equal... If there's some connection to, like, some universal truth to a superstition, there's how do we have access to it? There's no way, other than scientifically, there's no scientific evidence for any of those things happening. So, like, see a penny, pick it up, and if it's heads up, like, that, or, you know, sometimes it's just like, oh, all day long you'll have the good luck, whatever the penny is. And sometimes they're like, oh, a heads up penny, that's the good luck one. I'm like, just, hey. I look you, go, it's a fucking penny. Yeah, exactly. So either leave it alone, or if you're going to be happy about a penny, be happy with it no matter what. So everything, every penny is a penny. And then if it gives you greater joy to see it heads up, then great. It shouldn't at least, it shouldn't make you feel bad because it's still a penny. It's mm -hmm. just a penny and the luck doesn't matter. So the same way that uh, if you have a list of things that you wish for for your birthday and you get those things, those things are the penny. Those are the basics. There's, yeah, I knew I wanted it. I wanted it. I got it myself. Great. Then that like life has so many things to offer and I get some of them. I get to know. But then the heads up part of it, the bonus part of it is, oh, I didn't know I wanted this thing. I didn't know this thing would be great. Like, oh, somebody that I forgot that I mentioned that I liked, like they had a new book that I didn't find out about or a new album or somebody knows that I like this. So they got me this. Or like, a, like I don't buy like art. Like I don't put things on the wall or anything. I can tell. But exactly, there's one thing hanging. It's a, a tapest, a small tapestry that a friend made me years is it ago. A black cat being stabbed. By... <laughs> <laughs> I think this is actually backwards. Let me flip it around. And now, can you tell? Uh, it uh, is. Now it's a KKK member no! smiling to the. No. What is that? Uh, it's meant to be a uh, some sort of stringed instrument, like a, a guitar, oh, or a, a violin, uh, a cello. It's a violin made by a blind person. Exactly. It's a sleep mask and uh, a cinnamon <laughs> stick. It's actually a one-eyed Mickey Mouse who's had his ear severed. It's, uh... And one of the eyes is going like, Auga! Good visual comedy uh, for a podcast. But uh, yeah, What other things can we describe for the audience? But here's the thing. is like, If somebody got me, like, I'm going to move into a new place, my girlfriend likes putting things up. So now, if she got me, she was like, hey, I got you this thing. Uh, it looks cool. Like, I've, I got my roommate uh, years ago, you know, like, ever at Union Square around, like, Christmas time. They, yeah. Or, you know, they always, like, sort of, a, like, a little market will spring up or whatever. Absolutely. And they'll have, like, cool, like, weird prints or whatever. And, like, I saw one that was, like... Street he, art. Yeah, exactly. He's, he likes Star Wars, and I saw one. There's ones that were, like, sort of action figure-based, like, sort of people would 
uh, set up action figures as like, a, and then photograph it, and it would oh. be like this cool thing. And so, the, do you know what the at at in Star Wars is? Please. The, or the ATAT? I don't yes. know. Uh, for those listening, it's like the big, the you know, four legged rope of the. They're based yeah. on an elephant. Yes. They, but the, but the they're walk. mechanical. Yes. 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 They're so mechanical vehicles. It's the worst uh, conveyance of people and troops in the history of everything. Oh, yeah. Let's get let all of our people in one giant thing, lift it 40 feet up in the air, and put it on very flimsy legs, and oh, walk yeah. like an elephant very slowly. So there was that that creature or device <laughs> was seen in this video, or not a video, in this uh, image, uh, with a toilet, and they had like their head in the toilet, and they were like leaning like they were, you know, vomiting, like hungover or whatever, into a toilet. I'm like, that's, that's funny. That's funny. Uh, that, that. And so I got that for my friend. So if somebody got me something like that, it's never something that I would be like, I should get that for me. But so there's definitely things that I I think I could be I could be happy to receive gifts, and you can too. <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm, yeah. I'm trying really hard. But I do understand, of course, like like there's no need to delay gratification if you if you can afford something and you want it and it exists. Uh, it drives my wife crazy because like if the iPhone, if something Apple comes out two days before my birthday, I'm just gonna buy it. I, just so it has to, it has to come out exactly. I, like, yeah. But I don't understand. Yeah. I don't. My there. I guess we weren't a big gift giving family. We didn't. We have we celebrated birthdays with a cake and three people sitting around with the most boring thing. Just in the world. caring about each other. Yeah. And now boring. my wife's family uh, celebrates birthdays for like a week at a time. I understand. There's the weekend party. There's the actual mm. Tuesday day dinner. Like it's an endless fucking. I also like. I I feel the same way about gift giving. Like with somebody else. Like if I see a, a gift that I'm like a friend of mine would like that. Uh, I'll get it for him and give it to him. Uh, or like, I actually, you know, I read a lot of like graphic novels and comic books and things and I'll, I'll buy them, uh, sometimes. And then when I finish them, sometimes I sell them back to the bookstore, you know, like a used bookstore or whatever. But sometimes I'm like, oh man, my friend would like this. I'll just now just give it to a friend, sell it, set, not sell it to a friend, send it, just sell it to yeah, a friend. Yeah. <laughs> That's the kind of gift giver I am. If I, I see something I like, I, I'll sell I it to a friend. I love this. You should pay just a quarter of the price of this. That's what the used bookstore gives me. But... <laughs> I, here's what I do on my birthday, which I like a lot, and I advocate anybody who, you know, if you're of this kind of mindset, like, there are people who love their birthday, love gifts, whatever. You go to a hotel, <laughs> put on the robe, and you masturbate in every drawer. And I put the, <laughs> the drawer liners down, because I'm thoughtful. Uh, no, I, I actually, it is about going somewhere. I, like, say, I think this past uh, birthday, like, last year, I would go, it was like, if my birthday's on a weekend, best, but otherwise I'd pick a weekend day, like the Sunday closest to my birthday, and I'd be like, I'm gonna go, I just send out an email to everybody that, you know, is in the area, that I care about, like friends, potential people that might want to join me for birthday festivities, and I say, uh, I'm gonna be at this place for brunch, I'm gonna be at this place in the afternoon for tea, I'm gonna be at this place for dinner, and I'm gonna go either to this show or this bar at night, and I'll be like, you know, let me know if you want to come to one or all those things and and or just show up. And so like, you're the annoying office girl that I remember from my corporate days would say, it's my birthday Friday, we're having drinks, and I'm going to this place and that place. So you make people have to come hang out with me. I don't <laughs> make people. I, I feel guilty that I'm not joining you this year just in this conversation. I won't invite you. you <laughs> Son of a bitch. thought I was in. Uh, Is it because I made fun of your uh, tapestry? It's because <laughs> you said it was annoying. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I would have thought it was the Jew thing. I, I come in here going oh, Jew, that, Jew, there's Jew. There's so many reasons. <laughs> it's like what to you know? You've made so many movies, Martin Scorsese. Like which one gets the Academy Award? The Departed, fine. 
Like, you're just good at it. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I'd like to thank uh, Jesus Christ, my, my Lord and Savior. Speaking of which, you don't believe in any uh, specific deity? Uh, no, no, I believe in uh, all, you know, <laughs> all human... You can't roll the dice with all of them. Oh, no, I was going to say, I believe in, uh, you know, all humans uh, you existing. Uh, I've you met, met all... humans? Oh, uh, God. Fucking, <laughs> most of them are fucking horrible. I've met enough, but here's the thing. I know uh, you mentioned in sort of the, the prep email that I got that drugs w- might come up. Uh, as a topic. Uh, oh, uh, really? I think, I did feel I like, you that? Had, did you not? I had, Maybe I did. I was probably uh, hard, drinking. Hard sh- <laughs> Either you did or didn't, but I'm going to bring up one uh, experience that I've had, which is, uh, do you know what an ayahuasca ceremony is? I do not. Uh, it's uh, ayahuasca, do you know what DMT is? Uh, it was you the rapper who got arrested? Very nice. Okay. Uh, DMX, possibly. So that is correct. Uh, um, DMT is a, a chemical that exists in our brains, okay. so not illegal to possess in that way. Okay. It is uh, what pe- what floods your brain when you die, is uh, is what I understand. Okay. So, and it, it is potentially uh, to, uh, not to blame, to credit, is the credit for uh, when you see white lights and maybe, like, talk to your ancestors and, like, you're like, oh, when people, like, you know, almost have, like, have a near-death experience and then yeah. come back and they're like, oh my god, it was this m- sort of miraculous so thing. Heaven is real. Synapses. Exactly. So, like, this thing floods, floods there and so ayahuasca is a a vine or a mixture of this vine and leaf from South America okay that uh, shamans brew or you know people who others call shamans uh, but it's been going not on. a lot of yeah. uh, licensing or accreditation in the shaman field but, I found but I will say you know if I tell you somebody's been doing stand-up for 25 years that and you know who they are then you're like well that's how I, they're good okay and so if you've sh- been shamaning for more than a decade yeah the in fact the the guy that I've been to uh, has been doing it for 20 to 25 years so okay. he's like you know the Louis CK of or the Maria Bamford of you know uh, ayahuasca and uh, so they've been doing it, you know, thousands of years in the Amazon jungles, like, coming up with these mixtures of yeah. things, and there's different kinds of it as well, and different versions, different plants, uh, but, you know, it goes, you know, they brew it into a, a tea, that they, yeah. they call it tea, it's like, it's not hot, but you drink it, a very small amount of it, and it's usually done, I mean, it can be done anywhere in any form if you get it, but the, there's these guided ceremonies that... Uh, sort of he prepare the guide will prepare it he'll you'll all be sort of like in a either a sometimes it's done like on a farm and in Peru sometimes it's done just in a yoga studio uh, just you know in a sort of a quiet safe place okay uh, and every there's maybe a group of it could be anywhere from you know 5 10 15 20 any any we'll number of people together uh, yeah everybody does okay. it and you just nobody talks the shaman chants and it lasts for a few hours, and it's sort of like the closest thing that I could explain to you in your head. It's sort of like a lucid dream, depending. It's different for everybody every okay. time. It's different for yourself every time. But it's the most uh, interact. Like there have been times in the past that I would say I have said that I was an atheist. Okay. Uh, and I would, and I still like I like atheists. Uh, and if somebody was like, "You are an atheist," I'd be like, "Fine, you know, lay, like I don't go around. I don't go around saying I am one at this point." Uh, and part of it is the, these experiences that I've had uh, where I'm not like there is a God, but I do feel like in some sense we are all part of the universe. I mean, we, we definitely are part of the universe if, as we understand the universe. Valid point. And that in some sense I feel like, you know, matter energy-wise, like we are, you know, 
in the same way that, you know, the, the toe is part of the body and the nose is part of the body, a toe isn't a nose. I'm not you, but we're all part of the same thing. And so I believe, if, if somebody's like, do you believe in the soul? I used to say, no, I mean, it doesn't really matter. I believe, like, be a nice person, I'm not gonna murder you, you know what I mean? Thank like, you for that. Yeah, absolutely. And to everybody, not you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> not me specifically? No, but you, everybody, including you. I wanted the card. Why Kaplan says not yeah. to murder me. Uh, but yeah, so I, I feel like, in some sense, like, we're all, you know, either... If somebody was like, I think we're all like God's cells or God's fingers, like all like God is made of everything. It's not a separate thing, but like it is. So I don't believe in like any of the specific dogmas uh, that or even I mean, I feel like Buddhism is a, an idea that a lot of it gets close to. Uh, things that I like. Okay. Like, I like, I mean, and there's things, there's things about all of them that I like. Like, I like that Jesus was like about forgiveness. Uh, like so many of his followers. Uh, yeah, I mean, been working on some jokes. I mean, there was one ayahuasca ceremony I did where I really had a lot of, like, I'm like, I, I think it's good to spread the message, like, the literal message of Jesus, uh, but, uh, but not the way that a lot of people do it. <laughs> well, they pick and choose. That's the they thi- paraphrase. And I mean, that's why I feel like the the big long book isn't most important. It's just so one of the one of sort of the nuggets that I got on that particular trip was uh, like always love, always forgive. Like just start. What hey, what should I do? Like let me start with those and yeah. see. Like get into things lovingly. And sometimes I would have these not conflicts, but a a decision between. Sometimes in life you have to decide between like justice and kindness, or your mm-hmm. thought about like what is the right thing to do versus what is the kind thing to do. And sometimes you see, you know, like horrible things happen, like you know people losing their lives in you know a, a senseless massacre, mm-hmm. and then the families of the victims are like, we forgive the people who did it, and that is like that is helpful to those people. That is yeah. helpful to the world. And unfathomable when I'm sitting there going, I don't know, I don't think I could do that. And I mean, that's, I'm, I feel like in some ways my brain, like I, I've come from a very rule-based, like justice-oriented mindset, you know, like I feel like uh, one way that people conceive of me is like, oh, like you studied linguistics, you care about words, so I better be careful and not say the wrong thing or you'll correct me. I'm like, I'll only say something about if you said the wrong thing, if it's funny. And like, I did it to you. I did say, I did correct your word choice. Which and, one was it? Uh, Paeus. Yes. Paeus versus Pesach. I've been saying that wrong for 30 years. And I honestly want, like, I mean, part of it was, uh, I'm like, well, I hope that your fan, if you have fans that are like, if I didn't say anything. <laughs> if you have fans, that's even fucking meaner than correcting my linguistics. The, the rest of that sentence is, if you have fans who would care about such a thing or yes. know about such a thing, be like, what? Does Do they both not know? <laughs> like, are they... And I like I so I don't want. Like, They're probably out there going. Finally, somebody corrected this motherfucker. Because <laughs> I grow when I, my hair yeah. grows, I get so the, yeah. The pace. Yeah, pace? Exa- pace. Yeah, pace. yeah, exactly. Okay. And so I feel like sometimes the kind thing to do is to share information. Absolutely. Uh, and you know, and so justice and kindness don't have to be like you know counter to each other. There's a, a Venn diagram that where they can overlap. And what a Venn diagram is is yeah. That's I, a- love Venn, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I love the, a good Venn diagram. Excellent. So you like and you I, and I yeah. are very w- worlds apart. Uh, except, uh, no, you're... except for our love for Venn diagrams. <laughs> except for our... at least one. That there. That's the that's, that's the, the slim connection. That's the sliver the in the s- middle. And I, in my conception of things, I do you know our love of comedy, our our love of talking, our love of you know. There's we, there's we, a lot of. Neither one of us shuts the fuck up. That's exactly. <laughs> um, Your talent. Well, no, that's not. Uh, <laughs> what, yeah. Whatever it is, I I so I think that 
always like going going through these experiences which i think they're not necessary mm-hmm. like and you can also do as much soul searching as you want on your own without external you know like some people go into isolation tanks some people just some people meditate some people you know just talk to friends and you can achieve different measures of enlightenment in different ways yeah. uh some people do mushrooms whatever it is and uh, for for me these particular experiences like i came to it through a buddy of mine who says that before he did it, he was just, like, angry all the time. And then he did it, and he's like, oh, that's not, that's, I'm not going to do that. Okay. And, like, he had particular issues with his dad, because his dad was essentially a sociopath. Uh, I talk about this, I talk, it's interesting, uh, uh, my podcast has an episode where, before I ever did this, I talked to him about his first time doing it. Okay. And he shared all these things that he's just, like, you know... He's like, I'm not a hippy-dippy, like, touchy-feely guy. Like, when I had the experience and I, like, actually I'm like, seeing auras and, like, being like, come on, auras? Really? <laughs> like, we're all one? Seriously? I, God, God, jeez. Oh, come on. And he comes, he's like, well, I guess that's it. I guess we, we should all care about each other. And so his response to dealing with uh, his issues with his dad was, like, not to run away, uh, not to stay away from this man who, like, tried to poison him when he was a kid, but to reach out to him in love and caring. And, like, as an adult, recently, he went back uh, to his... Like, he lives in New York, and his dad lives in Massachusetts, and is still with his mom, and, like, she is a, a nice person, and his dad is just, like, pushes everybody away, and people get frightened and like his dad was like setting out to make like to make him some like rancid meat to feed him and his and he was like I'll like let's let's eat it together dad I'll I'll eat the thing that you've made me because I like with you let's care about each other and the dad and the mother is trying to be like don't do that at all he's like no no let's do he's just like trying to reach this unreachable person and so that's that (coughs) feeling that kind of thing like, you know, that's not my experience with it because I yeah. don't have that particular issue, but it's sort of the 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 literature and the the wisdom, the knowledge about it is like it, you know, goes into you and then you work on what you need, what you want, like what what's sort of rattling around in your psyche. And so for me, part of it is like just, you know, sort of some of the things that I already believed, I'm like enhancing, I'm like, oh yeah, I figured it was good to love people, right? And Seinfeld uh, really is the funniest show ever made. <laughs> I knew that was true. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, just essentially, like, really vamping up, like, the, I feel like a lot of people are like, okay, but I, I care about myself, and then I care about my family, and then maybe my, maybe my religion, maybe my country, maybe my state, maybe my community, whatever, and, like, eventually, some people stop, you know, some people are like, I can't, I stop at family, I can't care about everybody, right, and so, don't park in front of my house, and I'm done, yeah, 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 and I, I now, like, I mean, but also, if I said to you, like, you know, when, when we talk about, like, war statistics, and we're like, oh, man, thousands of American lives lost, and they're like, what about the other lives? Like, how many hundreds of thousands of innocent children uh, also lost their lives in whatever conflict we're talking about? And I'm like, I care about those people as much as I care about American strangers that I don't know. Of course, the people that I have a connection to, like, it's, you know, you can't literally emotionally connect to every person be at, at a, you know, at a so given you don't time. you have the force. Uh, no, no, I mean, I do. I have, as much as I can. I don't force it, you know? Um, I have the relax. Um, and, but, you know, so obviously you hear about a tragedy and you're like, oh no, and then you hear about another one, you hear about another one, and like, you can't, you know, you don't shut down. You can process so much. Right, and the same way you can't feel everybody's joy. Like, you know, if somebody that you know gets has a, a successful accomplishment or a child they want or gets a job, whatever it is, uh, you can be like, yeah. Like, and sometimes you feel, the, the closer you are to the person, the more you feel it. Well, you come from a, a tribe of 
uh, I mean comedians mm-hmm. who feel no joy at other people's success. And that's <laughs> that's the thing that is not true of me. Uh, and I have I think that there's it's really interesting. I was thinking about this the other day. Um, that sort of com- there's this idea of like comedian as as outsider number one, mm-hmm. but then also there are like groups of comedian friends like you know oh a, a collection of outsiders you know yeah. that now we're a group that we're not on the outside the same way like like my camp the uh, the collection of misfits that now fit because they're, they found each other yeah they're not missing anymore, and the same way I do think that there is this an idea that is based in something. That like when I I think it's a it's a more I don't want to say immature but like definitely younger comedians are I think are hungrier for success and that's more likely to be like like when I when, even even a few years ago I'll say like when I would listen to Pete Holmes's podcast mm-hmm. which I love and yep. I love Pete Holmes at the beginning sometimes uh, he would have like he'd be like and here are the dates where I'm gonna be I'm gonna be at all these clubs and like sometimes they'd be clubs that I've been at and sometimes they wouldn't be. And there was definitely, there's always a part of me that's like, oh, I want to do that. But now I try to temper that with like, I'm happy. Like there's, I'm sure dozens of people, however many people that could look at my schedule and be like, oh, I want to be where you are. I want to achieve what you've achieved. And I, I'm, it's more about just focus on gratitude. Like the idea that, and there's this, all this research recently that suggests uh, the happiest people are the most grateful people, not because they're grateful uh, for, they're not happy they're not grateful because they're happy. They're not like, oh, thanks for all the happiness. Yeah. They're happy because they're grateful. Like They if, appreciate everything, take nothing for granted. Yeah, if you like we start out with no there's no obligation. Like the world doesn't owe anybody anything. I don't I feel like it owes me a little something. I mean it doesn't. A little, a little. <laughs> if you just get rid of that tiny feeling, uh, <laughs> and then then the the nothing is the penny, and then everything else that it gives oh, you oh, is the bonus. You know you went Zen and full circle there on me. Well, a circle is a, a penny's a circle. Yeah. Now, because you're, I mean, you got to be a road comic. You have to go to work the clubs. Like, this attitude is not, uh, you can't really talk about this stuff at, at uh, Giggles I, in Sheboygan. I do. You do? And are they okay with it? Everybody's okay. I mean, like, here's the thing is, this stuff that I'm talking about now is, like, one one album or special ahead of what I'm mostly working on now. Okay. Like, I recorded my last special uh, in 2013. And it came out in 2014, and so since 2013, I've been, you know, writing new stuff. Yeah. And now I'm, you know, tu- I'm still, you know, it's ne- I'm not touring with the exact same hour every day because I'm still, you know, tweaking and writing new jokes and taking things out and putting things in. But uh, there, so there is an hour that's taking shape that's mostly about not wanting kids, and that's what I'm going around talking about extensively now. Okay. Not that I hate kids, but just for my life personally, and then sort of all the things that grow out of those, you know, out of that snowball that I pack things and then turn it into an ice sculpture, whatever Wonderful it is. A little nugget that goes in the Higgs boson and look what you've made. Exactly. An and there's stuff time. about religion, there's stuff about tattoos and drugs and, you know, then stuff actually about children and children that I know and that I've, like, chatted with and then stuff that's unrelated uh, but just is still part of that hour. Yeah. And so then, now... Beyond that, the next, actually, as part of the, one of the ayahuasca ceremonies I did, I was like, oh, I, wanted, I want to do an hour. And even before that, I was thinking about it, that's sort of kindness-focused. Like, part, I have a, a chunk of material that's about how I don't like pranks, because pranks oh. are mainly negative. I know, we found another magic part of the Venn diagram. Oh, yeah. Can't stand them. And so, jokes. Yeah, and so I talk about, and I, here's the thing, I, I understand the, the impetus behind saying something like, like, how do you talk, like, 
how do you, uh, of course, when you complain about stuff, that's, rel- you know, it resonates with a lot of people. Yep. And if you just go on and you're like, hey, happiness, like, what is there to that? That's going to piss people off. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so I'm like, and now you're pissed off and let's tap into it. What, like, so it does, but it is a weird thing that I'm not saying that I'm like the, the best comedian for doing this, but in a world where if every comedian is doing the subversive thing or talking about the negative thing, and not everybody is, yeah. but if, if that's the thing, if people are like, yeah, that's, you got to talk about what bothers you, what, what, what gets at you, what sticks with you, I'm like, well, do you gotta? Because now if I can do the other thing, like I'll be the outsider amongst outsiders now, uh, and now I'm just like, I'm, I'm doing my best to, part of it is I'll, I will talk about the ayahuasca experience, and okay. th- that is an unfamiliar thing to some people, and that's yeah. the way a lot of my comedy has come from, like, I used to tell a lot of jokes about being vegan, or uh, or not wanting kids is a thing that not everybody, like, there's definitely a contingent of people who connect to it, and there's also a, con- a contingent of people who have kids who connect to it, who are like, Absolutely. I get it. <laughs> uh, but then, like, when, when I would talk about, like, atheism, or non-monogamy, or uh, all these things are... Like places that are, you know, large portions of my life uh, and my belief system, but that a lot of people are like, I don't have that. And so uh, it could be like, well, how do you talk about those things to people who don't care about the things that you care about? I mean, and I just talk about them from the idea that I'm like, I understand. I mean, you know, my my opener for vegetarian material used to just be like, I'm a vegetarian. Are there any other douchebags here? You know? (laughs) And so then I. I'm mostly just trying to be as reasonable as possible. Like, uh, sort of, like when you watch Louis C.K., sometimes he's just saying a true sentence. Like, just a statement that's like, that's a fact, but other people don't just say, it's it's real good to be white these days, you know? (laughs) Like, a thing, like, you know, I think he talked about, like, Chris Rock will call me up and be like, still good to be white? Still good to be white. (laughs) Uh, Has been for a while. We've had a good run. Oh, yeah. And, uh... So, yeah, I, I think that, like, the way that, the thing that he does that's so great uh, has been that he will just, like, like a laser beam through whatever, you know, societal bullshit. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just like, this is the right thing. Yeah. Like, this is what I think is the right thing. And then some people are like, how can you say that? And, like, because society has gotten so far from a reasonable thing that just being reasonable is weird. Like uh, his last SNL, right? Mama. The 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 pedophile stuff. You know how, how great must it be? Like he didn't say anything bad. Yeah. And boy, the headlines. Like I read, I read the headlines before seeing the monologue, and I'm and, like, he said nothing in this that isn't. And you know what? In that situation, the headlines were mostly, if I if I remember correctly. Man, is Louis gonna get in trouble for this? Like it was all like he- Louis stuns crowd. I'm like, all I hear is laughter. Like yeah. it's not. Yeah, he was a comedian and did the thing that he did, and uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, check out my pedophile jokes in the next <laughs> album that I put out, uh, which I already had. Definitely. <laughs> um, well, I mean, in just a few uh, short weeks here, you could be the winner of America's Got Talent, and on your on your way to. Uh, Slightly bigger venues. Living in Vegas Living with in my Vegas. own show. Well, this isn't like uh, one of those cooking shows where all of a sudden you have to go run Gordon Ramsay's kitchen and fucking Sheboygan. No, right? I think I get to just keep doing comedy. You just keep places. doing comedy. Yeah, and like Tom, uh, our friend Tom Potter, it opened a million doors for him. He he exploded after that. He didn't get the check that the fucking oh, yeah. dogs got. But no. <laughs> and have you read the disclaimer? I want you to know this. The disclaimer at the end of the show. You don't get a check for a million dollars. I do understand that. Okay, it's, uh, it's annuities. It's it's all sorts of taxable. Oh, uh, never mind then. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Thanks, but no thanks. I want a million dollar bill. <laughs> uh, 
uh, my friend uh, Henry Winkler was on the show. We were oh. in, in his house, at, much like this, sitting like this, and he was moving something around. And he got on his hands and knees and he grabbed something and he holds it, holds it up. It's a California lottery ticket. And I said, Henry, look where we're sitting. Like, why are you buying a lottery ticket? Stephen, do you know anybody who couldn't use another million? Ha, 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 ha. All right. That makes perfect sense. So take the annuity. I hope you win. Oh, I, I appreciate it. And uh, if, if Henry Winkler is listening, I would say, like, yeah, if you win that million, just, like, I'd say donate, like, a larger per- percentage of it than you would have with the, the other millions. Tithe a little bit. Yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> I do, uh, I recommend, uh, there's a website called givewell.org if you're worried about, like, your money not going to be uh, the most efficient. You Like, you're like, oh, how do I know? How do I know I'm helping? They actually vet charities, and they make recommendations, and they say, Here's actually exactly where your money will go to give, uh, it's like againstmalaria.com. You will, every $4 will provide a net that will stop people from dying of malaria. What if I'm not against? I could be a, a part of the pro-malaria uh, How do you feel about fistulas? <laughs> Uh, how do you feel Wait, about... wasn't yeah. it a Margaret Cho joke? Uh, probably. <laughs> that sounds... But yeah, you can stop people. For, you can help people get rid of them. Uh, you can... Sometimes you can just give money to people who need it. Like, they can just, like, pennies, and their life will improve. Like the penny you found. Oh, yeah. Right side up. I don't remember. Oh. <laughs> what, what did I say about a penny? Uh, I've just uh, been in a flow state this whole time. <laughs> You're pretty drunk. We talked about drugs, I think. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know if we talked about them, but we are them. Yeah. We, yeah, we... <laughs> We should probably put our shirts and pants back on. Absolutely. Hey, uh, wait a second. Any man, hey, come on now. Uh, all right, so uh, the next time we see you is on the stage at Radio City. Yes. Is this correct? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure the exact date necessarily, but sometime in August 2015. Oh, this probably won't air until sometime uh, in January. Sometime if before go, now. If you go on demand on NBC, I'm sure you can watch. Know. Yeah. This will be up next Tuesday. I mean, they definitely put the clips on YouTube, so there's... Uh, there's that. So it'll be, everybody can just uh, Google uh, Mike Kaplan and Tom Cotter and see all the clips from the past whenever this uh, fucking uh, uh, train wreck airs. Please. <laughs> and uh, it's MikeKaplan.com? Yeah. Mike Kaplan on Twitter? Yeah, Mike Kaplan in all the places. Uh, my podcast is called Hang Out With Me. Yes. It's at com slash hang. So you were on Keith and the Girl? You uh, were regular on that? Oh, yeah, and I was. their own network Yes, yeah, so when I moved to New York in like 2008, uh, I think I met Chemda, the girl, and uh, and she asked me to be on the show, and then I probably I've been on you know dozens of times in the past you know eight years or what have you, okay. and uh, yeah, and then they started having their own network, and I had a podcast that was in need of a network because I started with a guy that uh, got out of the podcast game, and it was sort of right right time, right place, and uh, yeah, so now I'm uh, I produce they produce my stuff out of their studios, and uh, look at you, entrepreneur, yeah. Uh, so yeah, become a VIP member in their thing, and you'll get even more content from me and them. And uh, but otherwise, my my show puts out I put out three free episodes every two weeks, and then one that you have to pay for nice. every two weeks. And uh, yeah, they're uh, they're not narrative. You're not going to miss any stories. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's not an anthology where I, I, I could go in. It's not like the X Files. Oh yeah, it's not a running. Exactly, it's a freak of the week. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so my podcast is there. But yeah, everything else you can get, you know, Instagram, Vine, and everything just by putting Mike Kaplan into it. M Y Q K. Yeah, Kaplan regular. Kaplan. Kaplan. And uh, yeah, and my specials. I like call your study yeah. guides. <laughs> out there. Yeah, you got to study pretty hard to uh, find out where I am on Netflix. Now uh, NBC has just texted me and asked me to lock you back in this apartment. Oh yeah. Until because you you can't buy contract. Really Absolutely. Talk to anyone else until. <laughs> That Radio City... This uh, is it. This is it. He's not going to really moving out of this. We appreciate that you're not going to release this until months later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, these, these aren't even plugged in. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, 
just as fun, you know? The, mo <laughs> the moment is all that exists. Mike Kaplan, thank you so much, man. Thank you. That's gonna do it for this week, everybody. Huge thanks to Mike Kaplan for joining me today. I'm pretty sure he gave out all of his links, but just in case, just go to MikeKaplan.com for all things Mike. We wish Mike all the best of luck in his continuing adventures on America's Got Talent. You know he's got my vote. And just head over to my site, SteveBelanger.com, for more info on my show coming up this fall. It's about time. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'll see you right back here next week on The Gamut. <laughs>